0: I have come here to chew bubble gum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubble Red
1: alert!
2: All hands, stand to battle stations. luck as foils and attack positions. Prepare for battle. Autobots, roll out. Get ready! It's your weekly dose of nerd culture.
0: All wings reporting.
2: With your crew. So lock and load, bag and board, and roll for initiative. We've got your Nerd Alert! Hello there, it's obi John Kenobi, your favorite host and all of podcasting. And welcome back to an all new Nerd Alert. This week we've got a very fun show for you. We're taking a trip back to that galaxy far, far away. You all know it, you all love it. We're going to talk about the Star Wars series we want to see no offense andor a little bit of offense andor but before we do that let me introduce who's going to help me talk about the star wars series you want to see first up my right hand man the man who keeps the nerd and the talk nerdy to me network he's here to learn you something whether you want to or not commander Scott.
3: so we're going
2: to flash back
3: to september of
2: 1938
3: Okay. When the German army was given, bombed
2: Pearl Harbor. Oh, sorry.
3: No, no. A few years <laughs> before the bombing of Pearl Harbor.
2: <laughs> um, oh, hang on. Uh,
3: cat, uh, stop. Um. So, uh, the German army was given the orders to invade the Czech Republic. Okay. Um. And as they went to cross the bridge into Czechoslovakia at Buchina, I'll give you three guesses what they encountered. Now this is, this is a uh, this this is uh, a a a German armored division of twenty tanks crossing a the bridge.
2: Spanish Inquisition. Well, you, you no one expects it.
3: No one no one expects the Spanish Inquisition. No. They actually encountered a knight.
0: An old woman. Oh.
3: No. Sorry. <laughs> they encountered a knight in full plate armor sitting upon a horse, brandishing his sword.
2: Did you want to know their name and their quest? Nope. And the oh, okay. He was there to stop
3: them from invading Czechoslovakia. That's badass. He was there to defend his homeland. So uh, his name was, uh, and and, and this came across, Joseph Menchik. I'm sure I'm uh, pronouncing that wrong. So uh, he was a gentleman who basically believed in carrying on the old ways, uh, foregoing modern vices, in 1911, he bought a burned-out castle with the intention of restoring it uh, and living his life according to the old code of knighthood. He was he was kind of known as a modern-day Don Quixote, you know, a little bit of a a, a local eccentricity and curiosity. You uh, he tried to live honestly. He was said to be of great spirits and he was extremely generous and hospitable hospitable to visitors and would open his doors to anyone. And he showed his knightly character in September of 1938 when he rode on his horse in full armor to Bucina where he single-handedly tried, ultimately failed, to prevent German tanks from entering Czech territory. He stood in defense of his country in the only way he knew how. He was not killed
0: i was gonna say he took a tiger shell straight to the chest
2: nope nope they, the stopped. Ran him over. they stopped they stopped so they couldn't penetrate all that brass <laughs> i'm telling you huge brass balls he had they I'm just couldn't get through.
3: telling you the man had <laughs> some balls on him yeah a, a you know there there was a historian um you know uh the, I, I don't know when this historian you know did, did a whole thing on him um uh, but the historian is is quoted here as saying, you know, uh, he was really weird. <laughs> he 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 rode a horse, wore armor. German troops who were ordered to cross the border on Bucina found that a knight was sitting on horseback against them, and apparently they stopped for a while. Because I don't think they knew what to make of him, but he successfully halted their advance for several several minutes but ultimately of course they did they did reset their you know in in motion and and he he had to he had to step aside for them because he didn't have anything to stop tanks they literally just drove past him but they did so without harming him they they did not attack him they did not subdue him they did not do anything because i mean
0: yeah he was really no threat to a, to an armored tank division uh but yeah did, did you know i just found this yeah, they actually have some audio. Oh God! From that.
3: Oh God! Oh
0: boy, here we go. <laughs> what What the hell are you doing? Why did we stop? There's a man on horseback wearing armor. Drive past him. There you go. How's that?
3: Uh, uh here's what I have to say about that.
0: <laughs> you stop it. This bad. No. <laughs> I
2: forgot we had that one in the chamber. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, what do you mean the coolest... there's a
0: knight on horseback?
2: <laughs> that might be the coolest uh nerd fact you have given us. Uh I I immediately want to know why there is not a picture of this. Um I don't care if it was in the middle of the war or for an invasion, I don't care somebody somewhere should have gotten a picture. Oh or an artist rendering, I'll accept that too. I'll accept an artist uh oil painting. <laughs> yeah. I don't, just know, if, this I don't name know if there's a p- these p- giant
0: brass balls.
2: Just... Also props to him for being able to get his own plate armor on by himself because that's not easy to do. Yeah, well um
3: uh, so there is a picture of him. There are pictures of him uh, mm-hmm. uh and it looks like so like the picture that I'm seeing is, is of him in uh what looks to be like uh like 16th to 17th century Spanish conquistador armor. So he's got uh uh, he's got the breastplate with the shoulder pauldrons. He's got that that wonderful curved like helm, you know that that that, that U curved helm thing that peaks uh-huh. and stuff. Uh, the rest of it looks to be um, chainmail and and stuff. So it doesn't quite look full plate. It's probably half plate, but yeah.
0: See, John, you said that he put the plate on armor, armor on by himself, but actually. His wife helped him, and the whole time just bitched and said that he was going to get shot.
2: You know, they're just going to shoot you. They're just going to leave you dead <laughs> on the side of the road. I don't know why you're going why... out there. This is just ridiculous. This is why he's actually the greatest man on earth, because he, for the rest of his days, got to rub that in his wife's face. Hey, remember that? You thought you were going to shoot me? And his wife right by? Yeah, remember that, babe? Huh? Yes, and then she muttered. Oh, are you mad? i did put my dishes in the sink. Oh, hey, remember that time you thought the Nazis would kill me?
0: And then she mutters under right her then,
2: breath.
0: Joan. I, I, wish right. I wish they would have. I wish they would have. Why didn't they? They should have.
2: They would have. would have kissed the man who
0: shot you. <laughs> what? Uh, Drive uh, past him. Put the put the tank in gear and go. We have to invade Czechoslovakia. Oh, uh,
3: Yes.
2: I'm sure they sounded
3: just like that.
2: There's a baby named Ivan Reitzman. We need him. Don't ask questions. (laughs) There's the strudel. Somebody is going to make a movie for this. Anyway, okay. (laughs) Rounding out this terrible trio uh, who has the unenviable task of following that story. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us from somewhere in time and space, it's the doc. I have a bad feeling about this. You're always saying that, Ross. You're always having a bad feeling about this drop.
0: Yeah, but the one you had was Arturian. <laughs> the one you had was male.
2: It doesn't matter when it's Arturian.
0: <laughs> hey, Bishop, do the knife trick.
2: Now we're just <laughs> quoting him. Yeah, not where I was
0: going. I was going with the more Star Wars. I have a bad feeling yeah. about this. Okay. You know, because you I can't have it. a Star Wars movie without that. can't. It is can't. law. Pretty sure you can. No, you can't. They, they say it in almost all of them. Wait, do, wait,
3: wait, like wait, 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 wait,
0: wait,
3: wait. Wait, you can't make the statement that you can't have a Star Wars movie without that, and then immediately make the statement they say that in almost all of them. Because the word really? almost in that statement precludes the fact that there has to be at least one in which they don't make it, which makes my statement true.
2: I do they believe every theatrically released movie has that line in it. But does Rogue How's One? K- they start K-2 saying it, and then scale. they cut them off. So I'm counting it. Yeah, Because it's there as the, the wink and the nod to, hey, they're going to say the thing. Yeah. it's it's. Yeah. I don't remember to say it in the Clone Wars movie. And I say movie with air quotes because it isn't really a movie. It's just the first three episodes switched together. Um, but yeah, there you go. Anyway. Star Wars. Star Wars. Uh, the franchise famous for its phrase, I've got a bad feeling about this. Uh, it's known for nothing else. Just that yeah. Just that. Just that quote. Yeah. Just so, that quote. <laughs> then recent, use the force. <laughs> in recent years, uh, we have gotten a lot of direct-to-Disney Plus series and cartoons, and, and they are all great to varying degrees. We've got Mandalorian, uh, the book of... What's it called, Jason? Boba Fett. That's the one. Uh, we've got the Kenobi series. We've got the final final season of Clone Wars. Uh, we've got Bad Batch. Uh, am I forgetting anything? Um... I think that's everything, right? Did I forget anything, Jay? Well, uh, no. I was trying to cue Scott to play the Obi-Wan rap.
3: Oh. uh, Well, see, you know, we need to discuss these things ahead of time. <laughs> you know, we had this whole pre-show. No one's more point. fun just to wing it. I see. See, see, when you're talking to Jay, I can't tell if you're talking. Okay, cue that up again.
2: Uh, I, think, I think that's all of them. Am I forgetting anything, Jay?
0: We got Obi-Wan, one, one, Obi-Wan, breakdown.
2: That's right. forgot about that one. How could I forget? Anyway, we've got a lot of, of interesting streaming series, and we can sit here and debate all day which one we like better or which ones could have been done as a movie or whatever, but what we're here to talk about is, so, there's more coming. Ad Nauseam, Andor's about to drop. Season 2 of Bad Batch is about to drop. Uh, we're currently shooting Mando season three, and there's probably a bunch I've forgotten about, but what we're here to talk about is as Star Wars fans, cause we are all Star Wars fans. What do we actually want to see in a streaming series? Uh, do we want to see more individual characters getting spinoffs? Do we want to see more things set in certain time periods? Whatever. It's wide open. Uh, the entirety of Star Wars, whatever we want to see. Uh, so we're just here to sort of pitch, if we were in charge, here's the show as we would be green lighting. Uh, Jay, do you want to start us off?
0: Yeah, I'm going to start us off with with the the weakest of my considerations. Okay. Uh, meaning, because I You're would like least to see most it. Favorite. Yeah, I would like to see it, but I don't know how you guys would feel about it. Okay. Um, for all of its drawbacks, uh, Episode 1, I think, was still better than the sequel movies. Maybe not The Force Awakens. That one was pretty good. But I'd rather watch Episode 1 than um, Rise of Skywalker or uh, The Last Jedi. I'd rather watch just throw that out. anything beyond those two.
3: But that's just personal preference.
0: Yeah. Uh, and so one thing that I. It gets screen time. Game spinoff, but I would like to see more of the world of would be pod racing. Um, I think Ooh. it would be interesting. I think if you maybe took a character and like, let's, let's get out of the Skywalker saga because we spend a lot of time there with characters that are familiar to that. You have this entire universe to go play in. And a lot of interesting things happening. And I think, uh, visually, a series about pod racing would be kind of interesting. Maybe you could look at, like, one specific pod racer and their sort of rise to stardom. You know, they start as, like, a low-level no-name and win a few races. And then, you know, you can sort of instill your own...
2: Space mellow yellow and yeah, then get into a wreck uh, and have to get your courage back, and yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, but like you can build in drama around that. I feel like there's enough story there that you could do something with it. Um, you,
3: you could call it, you know, like Tatooine Nights. you know, and ooh, like Talladega like
0: Knights, exactly. Tatooine Knights, the ballad yeah. of how can you.
2: No, What uh, the hell was that? You okay, there, buddy? Yeah, I mean, did you,
3: you have a stroke? Yeah, uh, uh, I don't think I'm that was going English.
0: Like an alien-sounding name. This just, no. Okay. Well, but yeah, but if we're gonna uh, do the
3: Taladayan Nights, it's it's gotta it's gotta sound like you know Ricky Bobby. It's gotta be a Star Wars version of Ricky Bobby, like um, um, uh, like a riff off of Bib Fortuna. You know, like uh, I, I, I don't know. Uh, Bobby, Bobby, Rick, Bobby, Rick Bob, Tuna, yeah. Rick, Rick, Bob, Tuna. There you go. Yeah. Rick Bob Tuna. There you go. The ballad of Rick Bob, Tuna. There you go.
0: I like it. Uh, but that's this, I think that would be kind of cool because the, like the pottery. These things that I love playing the video game when I was a kid. Yeah. Well, not when I was a kid, when I was younger. Um, and I just think a, a streaming series, whether you want to do it, animated in the style of, like, Clone Wars and Bad Batch, or you want to do it live-action, whatever, either one, I would watch it.
3: I don't know. I'd watch it live-action, you know? I
0: think live-action would be pretty badass, actually.
3: Well, and and if if you said it during the... So if you said it during the time of the prequel trilogy, like, uh, at some point after uh, episode one, like, between episodes one and two... Yeah. Yeah. You know? Then you could bring yeah, Sebulba nice. back. You could have Sebulba mm-hmm. in it as 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 a thing. You could have uh, uh, <laughs> the 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 Toydarian, uh, What's his name? Watto. You could have Watto in it and stuff, and that would tie you in. And you could set it in. And, and in fact, you, I mean, you know, you you could. Tie it into Anakin somehow. You wouldn't have to, but they would no. Because, because no, 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 no. Yeah. I, I don't mean have him be a character or anything, but I mean have like the, the, the legacy of, of what he left behind.
2: Yeah, like,
0: you know, like, I don't like, think
2: you follow the pod racing circuit. Your character, and... your main. What? Hello? Yes, Jay. Yeah. Sorry, I think the office broke up for a Ah. Yeah, just follow the pod racing circuit post Anakin leaving. Yeah. Uh, you can go and do an episode where you're on Tatooine, but for the rest of it, get the fuck off Tatooine and well, show us, like, what does the pod racing circuit look like across the rest of the universe? Well, but. Because yeah. Qui Gon says, you know, it's popular on Malastare.
0: And, like, so there's plenty of other planets you could go to mm-hmm. to see this pod racing.
2: Yeah. Get crazy with it, man! Um, like, just imagine cool Star Wars. I mean, think like Speed Racer, but set in Star Wars.
3: Go, go, pod racer, yeah. go,
0: go,
2: go, pod racers. You He's a demon on or Wait, uh... no, that's all right.
0: That's no, okay. Uh, but <laughs> no, I, I, I like
2: what is <laughs> a demon on pods.
0: I like what Scott said about tying it in, like. be a character but like if your main character that you're going to follow through this is trying to make his way through he could like use anakin as his i guess dale earnhardt if you wanted to make an analogy there of like where he anakin did it you know he never won a race and then he won the one race race.
2: and then he left yeah so let's not act like he's the end all be all a pod racer
3: well but right. also like no one his age had ever done it, and I don't think any human had ever run with the Boonta Eve up to that but point. You
2: can you can find you can make a reference, but yeah. I don't want the whole freaking no. show to revolve around Anakin. No no
3: no no no. Just no, just a it reference. Wouldn't. Use that saying, as a jumping like, off point.
0: Yeah. Like that would be the guy's like reason not and I say guy, but like your character's reason for doing this. Yeah. Like, hey, if he could do it, I could do it too. Yeah. And then exactly. that's just that launches you into yeah. this the series.
3: And, and at, at the end of season one, we find out that the main character is one of uh, Vader's wing wingman pilots in uh, in A New Hope.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> this
2: is Padres.
0: <laughs> now this is Padres. You're too close. Bang bang. <laughs>
2: Uh, I'm looking for a few good pilots.
3: <laughs> yeah, you didn't know Vader recruited an entire squadron from the pod
2: racing circuit, circuit, did you? You know, Scott, that's not the dumbest idea I've heard. <laughs> yeah.
0: Highway to the trench run.
2: Yep. No? Okay. Yeah. No. Okay. No. No. Yeah. No. But yeah, you're forcing it now, Jay. Uh... Sorry,
0: I'm yeah. sorry. Okay, sorry that I'm trying to make more '80s movie references. Involving flying, and the only one I, I can was... think of is Top
2: Gun. I'm sorry, okay. I'm sorry. I just today. like how you. I, I just like how you ripped off of a Scott making a Speed Racer reference to making the Power Rangers theme song. Okay, 20... uh, yeah,
0: because I couldn't quite remember the Speed Racer theme song. Okay, so forgive me. <laughs> it just turned into i I'm, okay? yeah. 26...
3: I'm sorry.
0: Okay, but is, are you saying it's not? A, is you saying it's not catchy? Go go Pod Racer. 20... No, it's catchy. Okay.
3: Whatever, I'm
2: done. I quit. Yeah, 26 Jay. minutes 34 seconds. Okay, got it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, th- I Jay, that, that that would be a, a cool <laughs> show. That that is a a corner of the Star Wars world we really haven't uh, even dipped a toe into. Like like you said, outside of the uh, the old 64 video game, which was pretty cool. Uh, one of the coolest things to come from Episode One was that video game. So I'm down. I'd watch it. Oh. Uh... Yeah, um, I like yeah. that it's it's not about you know Jedi and Sith and the Skywalkers and the universe. It's just it's just about pod racing.
3: Yeah, yeah, and, and that I think is something we can all collectively agree just needs to just rest. Is the whole Jedi Sith Skywalker shit? Like just yeah, yeah.
2: I think you'll see that theme in most of our picks. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: just 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 get it over. We're we're done. You know. Even though you apparently wanted to (laughs) end the Skywalker saga on a movie called The Rise of Skywalker, where the main character literally changes her name to Skywalker. (laughs) Yes, let's end it by calling it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just.
2: just We're not going there. We're not going there. Are you sure?
3: What about you, Scott?
2: What would you like
0: to see?
3: Well, you know, top on my list right now of Star Wars stories that I want to see that's out there and, and such. Um uh once I remember where my windows are located and get back to one. Um uh is I want to see the story. So first of all, I'm I'm really actually kinda digging uh in the in the novels and stuff, the the new high republic era, you know? Ooh, he's uh, got to take mine, and says, "I'm. I don't know if I'm going to take yours or not, but okay. Uh, but this would be, I think, somewhere in that. I'd, I'd have to look and see exactly where it all approaches. But you couldn't, you couldn't just go ahead and do High Republic. You'd have to bridge the gap some somehow with a story that takes us to the far past, right? I want to see the story of Tarvisla." I think we all do. Yeah, I mean, you've teased us with this, which is, as far as I know, the only Mandalorian Jedi, the 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 crafter of the the uh, the dark which is very very front and center in in the Star Wars streaming stuff. Now, uh, we we've gotten we've gotten tidbits of him in in Clone Wars. We've gotten tidbits of him in um. Rebels and stuff and, and even going forward into now uh, the Mandalorian and such as far as the Darksaber. I don't think they've referenced Tar Vizsla actually in the Mandalorian. It's been a while since I've They have. They, have. they
0: did. Because wasn't the isn't the big dude um, Yes. The big dude is a Vizsla.
2: He's a Vizsla. He's also voiced by um, John, Favreau. John Favreau who was the voice of pre-Vizsla um, the okay. descendant of him. So yeah. Uh, so yeah, do it as a cartoon and give John Favreau a voiceover as yeah. Tar Vizsla and just complete the circle. Yeah, but yeah, once again, I haven't watched
3: season two or seasons the either season of Mandalorian in a while. Um, That's but, okay because I think that story, actually comes out in book of Boba Fett. Fett. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So you're
2: right, Scott. It isn't. It's not in the Mandalorian. <laughs> oh,
3: <at> all. wow. <laughs> then I have to I have to rewatch the book of Boba Fett again because uh, I don't remember just him.
2: those two episodes though. Oh, okay.
3: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, he's the first. Like I said, the first and, to my knowledge, only Mandalorian Jedi makes the dark saber. Uh, to the fact that, and, so I, that's and we know and, well, and well, no, that's not all we know, uh, because we know that whatever he did as so two things here that I think are really pertinent. Okay, uh, that I have a question. So first of all, traditionally speaking, whoever wields the dark saber. Is the ruler of Mandalore, right? Traditionally,
2: mm, that, that that's an oversimplification.
3: It's an oversimplification, but it's there. So looking, so if you look at the Star Wars Wiki fandom about Tarvisla, right? Oh God, I know, I know. But but here's the thing, and I know this is rife with uh, um, assumptions and stuff, and it's and it's an assumption that I want to address. Okay, um, uh, let's see here. Uh, it, it says here, according to legend, he created the Darksaber, a unique black-bladed lightsaber which would become the symbol of leadership within House Visla, and became the ruler of Mandalore. I don't think anywhere that we've seen actually says that Tar Visla himself ruled Mandalore, right?
2: Again, a bit of an assumption, but it's if,
3: just, if, if, yeah. People who have wielded <laughs> the Darksaber have ruled Mandalore. But I but I don't I don't know if it's ever in canon that Tar Vizla himself because for him to rule Mandalore I think he would have had to have left the order, right? Maybe. Possibly, yeah. Second of all, after his death, the apparently his deeds, whatever they were, were so profound that the Jedi Order honored him by giving the Darksaber a place of honor in the Jedi Archives. And Mandalorians and Mandalorians subsequently had to steal the Darksaber back. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So whatever yeah, he there, did there's
2: a lot of blank space, yeah. Yeah,
3: whatever he did was, you know, apparently he was on horseback facing down German tanks. With, with with just the dark saber, <laughs> with his Beskar armor, with his Beskar armor, you know, and, and everything. So between the he's fact- just a Mandalorian
0: <laughs> with the with the dark saber wearing Beskar. Put the tank in you gear.
2: Drive. We we tried Fira. He cut through three times. <laughs> he has the dark saber. <laughs> I must have it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Uh, but, but yeah, so, you know, between that whole disconnect of did he rule Mandalore, did his did his ancestors who stole the Darksaber, you know, steal the Darksaber and use that as a symbol to unite Mandalore, how long was it between his death and the stealing of the Darksaber? Was it a, a year? Was it decades? Was it centuries? Like, had he become a legend by that point? What did he do? You know to earn that respect of the Jedi Order that they would place the, the Darksaber in a place of honor in the Jedi Archives. Um, there's just so much story there to be harvested and and, 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 and stuff that, I, I mean, I just, I, I want this story. I want Tar Vizla. and And it gives you an avenue to bridge what we have now to the far past and open up that entire High Republic era.
0: Um, nine sabers. Oh. Nine sabers were forged for oh. the houses of Mandalore, but one was forged in secret to rule them all.
3: It's actually not bad. I'd watch that.
2: <laughs> no, <Nope>. it <laughs> ruins the dark saber because now there's nine of them.
3: No, 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 not nine dark <laughs> sabers. No, no, but nine no, weapons. Sabers. Nine... Well, you can even do just it's nine dark weapons. Sabers. You no, know. you're
2: just handing out lightsabers to no, random clans, no, like not, your
3: candy. No, not lightsabers, just weapons. Mm-hmm. You know, just 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 nine weapons were forged for the nine great houses of Mandalore mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. such, you know. Uh, I One was
0: it. forged in secret, deep in the heart of Mandalore.
3: Uh, of Mount, Mount Mandalore. Of Mount
0: Mandalore. <laughs> Mount Mando. <laughs> Mount Mando. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Mount am With
2: you, Scott. Uh, Tarvisla is a story that is begging to be told. Uh, I would love to see a series about it. I, I think the reason it's left vague and and you know big gaps in our timeline and and a lot of things are very kind of vague is because I am certain that Filoni has plans, um, and I, I am hoping season three of The Mandalorian we get into some of that because I think that that's where season three is going is him having to reunite what's left of the clans of mandalore and and um get his mojo back because he's he's no longer a mando because he took his helmet off and all it blah 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 blah. but i i think that's where we're headed so i'm holding out hope we'll get a little more of those massive blank spots filled in but you're right it it won't do as much as as a full-on series focused on the character would
3: well one one of the things that I'm looking at, that I think we'll see in season 3 of Mandalorian and I know that's not entirely the focus of this episode but is he did take his helmet off he admitted that to the other you know the 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 children of the death watch and everything and she tasked him with getting his honor back and but he also he he encountered um you know true Mandalorians, not just foundlings, but, you know, birthright Mandalorians, um, in, in the form of the lady whose name I can't remember, Starbuck. Uh, and I can't remember, I can't remember her character name. I'm sorry. I'm blanking on it right now. Starbucks. <laughs> he go
2: encountered race
3: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Carathrace. Um, and and so i think in season 3 what you're going to see him a lot is basically resolving those two truths of Mandalore within himself
2: yeah and then that's where his story's been going the whole yes, time is, yes. is what does it mean to be a mandalorian exactly yeah yeah
3: and and yeah eventually eventually season 3 you're going to have him basically go before the 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 remnants of the mandalorians he's going to go before the other Foundlings and the death Watch, well, the children of the death watch and he's gonna remove his helmet.
2: Uh that could be Scott. interesting. So yeah. we know he's he, go ahead.
1: That would mean you, Jay. Uh,
0: or Crees. Jay. Bo- Hello? Yeah. Bo Katan. Kreeze Yeah. Ah, yeah. Bo Katan. Okay. Yeah. Bo Katan. Yeah. yeah. Cruz or Kreeze or whatever, Kreese. however you say it. Yeah. Yes. Ha- house Kreeze Yeah. Bocatan, yeah, yeah. Thank the, you, Jay.
3: The sister of Obi Wan uh, Kenobi's
2: wife. Yep. Wife <laughs> isn't a bit strong, but yeah. <laughs> love interest, definitely love interest. Oh, definitely yeah. love interest. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Baby mama. Uh, dumb, no, pretty sure no. Uh, has has not has she, not appeared in canon. A, she's dead, she, and well, that kid would be pretty old by now. Well, a <laughs> the, A
3: that she ever actually gave birth to a child.
2: Yeah,
3: uh, and, and B <laughs> if she did, he's the father,
2: and but, it survived somehow when yeah. when Maul and them came in and, and purged. Part liberal took over Mandalore and, and then survived the purge. And I uh, don't you know you know Jay maybe. Uh, oh, you could totally pretty old by now though.
3: You could totally write that. You know it. And and just because Man. they they don't survive into you know that they, they would be a, an older person in the Mandalorian era doesn't mean that story couldn't be told. You could totally but write I, that.
2: You know it. I I feel like she would have told him uh, when he came back and rescued her. I
0: think
2: she would, she would have. have. I don't think she would have. I don't think so.
0: Because okay. he's a Jedi. He's not supposed to have family. Yeah,
3: that's true. She could have saved him from that conflict
2: then why would she have yep. brought up the entire thing of their relationship and why didn't she leave the order for me? I, yeah. I, we, we already yeah. we already had all that whole thing. We, yeah. we, we, as soon as he came back yeah. in her life, we, yeah. we revisited all that. Yeah. I think she would have told him at that point.
3: No, I don't think so. I, I, I think you could write it where she would be like, you know what, I'm upset with you because you won't leave the order for me and everything, but I also respect your decision so I can't tell you about the kid because I respect your decision but I'm still mad at you about it because, yeah, so, okay, well then you yeah. know
2: who absolutely would have told them just to piss off Obi Wan is Bo Katan. So, if she knew, she then, may not. Yeah, Obi Wan doesn't have a kid. <laughs> we don't need a kid of Obi Wan. Stop making characters that are connected to other people from the original trilogies. Fucking stop! Just stop! You, you don't know that. You don't know. Yeah, you don't know. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I don't.
0: You're right. Yes, yeah. somewhere yeah, right. Yeah, I'm with you, Scott. Yeah.
3: So, some. Yes, yeah, somewhere there is Stanley Kenobi. Running around. <laughs> <Stanley>. <laughs>
1: Wait,
3: what was it, George? George Kenobi.
2: George Kenobi. George, George Kenobi. George Stanley Kenobi. That is way too close <laughs> to George Costanza. Sorry. <laughs> it was cold. There was shrinkage. I was in the pool. <laughs> it's You're not my favorite
0: so short. <laughs>
2: Uh, Scott, yes, a Tarvisla show would be awesome. I agree. Oh. Uh, again, I, 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 I'm fairly certain Filoni has plans for that character, and I'm sure we'll see a little bit more of him fleshed out. Just because there's too many, too many loose ends, too many threads to need to be connected. But I agree, giving that character their own show would be awesome. Do it animated. I don't care. Uh, have have uh, um, Favreau do the voice, so he can voice all the the Vizlas. I'd watch it.
3: Well, uh, yeah, Tara Vizsla I think is a series needs to be done.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: So I'm going to pitch one. Uh, I've got a couple right now. I'm, I'm going to pitch one that kind of piggybacks off where Scott went. Um, and as soon as we talked about this topic, it, it's what popped up in my head. Just because I'm I'm kind of neck deep in it right now, uh, but I absolutely love this time period, and I don't really have a solid idea for what story to tell. I just really want to see a series set in the high Republic era. Yes. Uh, I know it's gotten all kinds of stupid backlash on the internet for stupid reasons, but the high Republic era is it's the novels and comics that the Lucasfilm has been publishing the last three years. Um, it's set roughly 200 years before the events of Phantom Menace and it gives what I have always wanted to see and what I thought I had seen until I started reading these books, which is, excuse me, the Jedi actually at the height of their powers. Um, I used to say one of the things I loved about the prequels is you get to see the Jedi at the height of their powers. And when I started reading The High Republic, like maybe 20 pages into the first book is when I realized, oh, no. Oh no! Uh, By by the time we get to Phantom Menace, they are thoroughly on the downswing. Oh yeah. Um, This this is the height of the Jedi. Oh yeah. And you've got I forget I forget the character name, but she's she's mentally linking hundreds of Jedi together using the Force to like basically telepathically coordinate this massive effort uh, because there's this big catastrophe in space. I was like, oh wow, okay, nope. Uh, I did not realize how far we had diminished. Until I read these books and like, oh my god, it's amazing! Oh, shit. Uh, everything from the the idea of like super minute stuff, like they have formal Jedi robes, and then they have their actual like out on the go uh, Jedi gear, which is more rugged and like is less yeah. formal attire and more like leather and armor. Yeah, that's awesome. It's yeah. knights wearing armor and leather. That's yes, yeah. let's do that. Yeah, uh, to. The popularity of the physical crossguard in lightsabers, because every, like, fifth Jedi you see has one, and I'm like, yep, yep. love that. Uh, the heraldry, uh, they put a lot more care into uh, their lightsabers and, and making them look cool, uh, because it's an age of relative peace, and they can spend time just, you know, crafting them making them look cool, as opposed to, like, the flat-out utilitarian look we get to by the end of... Clone Wars going into original trilogy kind of stuff where it's just you know utilitarian. Um, I love everything about this era. We get a couple of really cool villains uh, that are introduced. There's one uh, group that are basically space Vikings, and I can't think of their name now. Scott, help me.
3: Oh, I wasn't prepped. Sorry.
2: Yeah. The damn it. Ah, crap. Yep. Yeah. The I love the it Val so much. Halland I forgot Blights. the name of the 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 <laughs> name of the main villains. Uh, anyway, you don't like valhalanoids? No, that sounds terrible. Uh, that the that sounds like something. That sounds like something you need to go to your doctor and get a cream for, Jay. The, you got the,
0: those valhalanoids back the, again? The, huh? the, the the I got it from Stanley Kenobi.
3: <laughs> George Stanley Kenobi, thank you very much. <laughs>
1: Stanley
0: yeah, you
3: use his full name. No, the uh, the the group you're thinking of is is the 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 nihil or the nihil, however yes. you pronounce yes, it. Yes, yeah. nihil. Thank nihil. You. Yeah.
2: Um, they're yeah, they're they're space Vikings basically. They they cobble together ships and technology, and they're known for hit and run attacks. And they'll you know attack your ship and salvage everything they can, and leave you to die in space um th- their reputation precedes them they wear these crazy uh helmets that are not just or- ornamental they're practical because they gas people when they're coming in to invade your ship uh you're a lot you know easier to to beat up and kill and pacify when you've already been like nerve gassed uh, so the helmets serve as a purpose is is not just ornamental uh but they are like super you know, they're, they're the boogeyman of outer space they're the closest we'll get to like Uh, the reavers in um firefly in the star wars universe Uh, and as if that's not enough there's another enemy that i'm gonna have to look up because i forgot the name again because i suck um it's not gonna but they they, we discover a species of sentient plants um called the drengir that uh... have like a hive mind and they're a perfect enemy for the jedi because the jedi use lightsabers right yeah. So these are plant creatures that can literally regenerate limbs and, and stuff. Um, so, like, you can hack and slash into pieces all you want. They're just going to keep coming. Uh, but they have a central mind. So they're not just, like, mindless plants attacking people. Um, haven't gotten super far into the gear yet, but they're really cool. They have kind of a mysterious connection to the Force somehow. Um, but th- those are the two we've gotten so far. I'm not super yeah, – I'm a couple uh, books behind in the series. But this time period is awesome. Uh, and, and the big thing I would love to see is the, the big kind of uh, story point that most of the main books revolve around is um, the Starlight Beacon, which is a space station the Jedi have constructed and put out into the Outer Rim because in this point in time, the Outer Rim is, you know, we always joke about the, the Outer Rim being like the Wild West. Well, in this point in time, it literally is the Wild West. Like there is no authority out there. Yeah. And, and the Jedi are, are putting this, this station out there as a literal and figurative beacon uh, to bring peace and justice to this lawless area of the galaxy. Um, and I would, just the thought of like a Jedi temple floating out in space that they operate out of like everything about this era just sounds awesome. It sounds like the things I as a kid wanted to see the Jedi Knights doing uh, when we talked about the Jedi Knights of, of old and, and you know what they were like and stuff. Um, but that's what I want. I want a series set in this time period. You can create a new character or use characters from the novels and comics. I don't care. Um, you can, you can weave stories in and out of existing, uh, media. You can have characters from the books pop up. Uh, you can have Scott's favorite character, geode, who was a rock uh, that navigates the starship.
3: Yeah. But, but you never actually see him move, talk or do anything. He literally just looks like a rock. Everyone else, in, uh, basically, um, uh, completely reiterates that yes, he's alive, he's sentient, but like the main character in that book is like I, I, I want to question it because I've not seen him move at all
2: <laughs> or do anything. People, people talk to him and about him and say they had conversations, yet I never hear him talk. He's or kept, see him move, he disappears so, in rooms.
3: So so far, he's like the uh, the Star Wars equivalent of Mourn, which which is great, <laughs> you know. Uh, but uh, no, I I agree. I would love. Uh, a High Republic series, uh, that's part of the reason why I started with Tar Vizsla is because I, I, I know you, you know, given, hang on, yeah, um, I had a mic feedback there, um,
1: okay.
3: but, uh, uh, you know, Tar Vizla would give us a, 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 a connection to what we have now, to move into mm-hmm. that, instead of just jumping cold into that, um, but, uh, yeah I, I i love everything about it and one thing i do like is that so you touched on you, you had talked about the, the the one jedi knight who um, um coordinated all the jedi in in the entire solar uh, solar system because they were in a single system and mm-hmm. and and everything and uh i don't know if this is by design or if it's completely coincidental Okay, okay, I like to think it's by design. and by and what I mean by design is I like to think that the writers who are writing these books and stuff for the High Republic who wrote that book is a fan of the old West End game Star Wars d six because over the course of that game, they published mm-hmm. a lot of supplement material and everything for different things, and they published a lot of force powers that we never actually saw on screen you know in the original trilogy of course um and like one of those powers uh force powers that they had uh and i think it was i think it was a control sense power it may have been it may have been a sense alter power but um was uh battle mind where the jedi using battle mind would link other jedi and force users on the same battlefield to give them advantage and and to kind of you know, you had one person giving an overall thing and linking all these to people together into a shared sensory kind of a thing to where they all know what's going on in the battle just kind of instinctually. So
1: mm-hmm.
3: to 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 see that in use, I I like to think the author was a fan you know and said oh yeah I'm I'm just to, I'm totally bringing Mind into this. And not just be coincident that the the author said, oh, this would be a cool power, you know. No one's ever thought of this before, you know, because if that's true, then I'd have to yell at them going, yes, they did. They did it years ago. <laughs> um,
2: well, another aspect of these books I love is, and this is something I would love to explore more, because the Force, uh, is whether you like it or not, is a big part of Star Wars and is sort of a character in and of itself in Star Wars. But what I love about High Republic is, in this era, every Jedi basically has their own interpretation of what the Force is and how they wield and understand it. To uh, one person, it's like music, and they speak of the Force in terms of notes and melodies. And there's a part where something happens and someone ends up dying, and she says, uh, I can't hear their song, because that's how she interprets it. the Force. It's like yes. it's music. Yes, Um yeah and and literally every jedi whose mind you jump into when they start talking about the force they all have their own interpretation of how the force works and not just light or dark or this like you know they all have their own kind of sense of, of of how how to visualize and understand the force and how to make it work for them and the jedi training is is not so much about just telling you hey this is what the force is like do you get it yet uh but 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 more in helping your Padawan figure out how best for them to interpret it. It's a different way of thinking and approaching the force. And I love it because it also, again, goes to show how, uh, how really in the skids, the Jedi are when we get to the prequel era, uh, and how they've become so rigid and dogmatic. And that's part of their downfall, uh, because they don't allow people to, to find their own interpretation of the force. There's, there's, um, what do they call them? Wayseekers. Yeah. Which is a, a type of Jedi at this point where literally you can you can talk to the council and be like, look, I'm not really finding my way, I'm not really feeling it. Uh, you know being assigned to a, a a master and following around on missions, they literally give Jedi give him a ship and set them out in the universe, and they basically kind of like go walk about. And, and figure out their own, go wherever they need to, do whatever they need to, to find their own inner sense of what the Force is and to further explore the Force uh, in ways that maybe the, the the Council hasn't and whatnot. Like, I just love that, that, that they're that – at this point in time, the Council itself isn't even so – this is what the force is but yeah. they're willing to let jedi go yeah. out and yeah. try to find a new way to interpret it
3: yeah cuz literally by the time we get to the even the jedi council of the prequels episode 1 and stuff it's literally our way or the highway yeah you know it's 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 listen this is they're the catholic church of of uh, yeah. of the force they are because because and i'm catholic so i can say this um <laughs> i'm going to preface this i'm catholic i can say this the Catholic Church does not actually encourage people to read the Bible. They encourage people to read the Catechism because the Catechism is the Catholic Church reading the Bible and saying this is what you believe. They don't want you thinking for themselves, for yourself. They they, 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 they want you to follow the party, toe the party line, hook, line, and sinker to the detriment of
2: all. So, again... I love all the books that I've read so far. I love the comics. Um, it, it's a really fun era. I, I was never around to really get in on the old Republic stuff. Uh, I know I can still go read it all because it's all still out there. Um, but I was super excited to hear them announce this High Republic initiative. And I've, I've really enjoyed everything we've gotten so far. I've enjoyed some things more than others. But I've really enjoyed this time period and exploring uh, what the Jedi were really, truly, at the height of their powers uh and i know it keeps saying that but it's the jedi in their prime is something we still haven't gotten to see on screen
1: yeah
2: Uh, but i know there's rumors that the the series called the acolyte which is still in i think it's about to start shooting i know they're kind of in casting um is supposed to be set at the end of the high republic era and that's nifty but i don't want to jump to the end i want to go right smack at the beginning or the middle uh, you know, don't give me the height of their powers and here's their downfall. No, just show me their prime. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can have threats and not have it, you know, bring the whole order down.
3: Yeah. I, yeah, I agree. Uh, one of the things going into, uh, you know, the prequel trilogies and stuff, uh, that I really wanted to see like going forward, like if they, they announced the prequel trilogy and stuff way back in the day. And I'm like, Oh, this is awesome. Because one thing I wanted to see is I want to see the Jedi in force. I wanted to see mm-hmm. the Jedi being Jedi. I want to see I'm thinking we're gonna get that. Uh and then of course we didn't really get that with, with episode one because the the story we were telling, and that's fine. But then you get those those awesome trailers, and I'm thinking, Oh, finally we're gonna get to see the Jedi in force. And we kinda did, but as what much as I
2: glorious sequence.
3: Well well as much as I enjoy episode two, and I do enjoy episode two. I would be the first to admit that when we finally get to see the Jedi, like a lot of them on screen, it is some of the worst CGI, not of us, some of the worst green screen. <laughs> yeah. Ever. God, it's horrible. It's just it's peop- not good. It's just people reacting to nothing and their sequences, their their movements make no sense to what's going on in the background. At all. Um, But yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I want to see the Jedi at the height of their power uh, doing what they do best uh when they're out you know, keeping peace they're they're not militarized you know um we have different facets of the jedi order um uh and such we see you know the jedi teachers we see you know the uh you know the scholars and the guardians and the different roles of jedi and and mm-hmm. and all that mm-hmm. um uh and, and just yeah
2: because one I of the main characters it. of the second book in the series, um, he's assigned to a, a Jedi Master who wants to go out to the, the Beacon Station and kind of like, you know, the Wild West stuff. And he's grown up mostly on Coruscant. Yeah. And that's where he's comfortable. He He's most comfortable in the library doing research. Yeah. Uh, and that's like, again, you know, his master is not saying you can't do that, but he's like before you resign yourself to that, you need to see the world. Yeah. Uh, and that's like a really cool perspective because uh, they get in. He gets that book especially talks about all the different kind of branches of you know, just because you're a Jedi doesn't mean you're like, you know, a hooded warrior out there fighting Sith. Like, yeah. There's more to the yeah. Jedi than that. Well, and, and that'd be cool. To, you also get a lot more of the stuff of like how does the actual Jedi temple Function like there's living quarters and there's like personal quarters and there's you know training temples and like uh, you know, we see like grand halls and whatnot and we see the Jedi Council a bunch but like that's a big building we don't really ever get to like, explore it much like that's yeah that's the kind of stuff I want to get into sorry
3: no sorry right. um but I do love the fact that in book books one and two kind of occur at the same time and and that master and apprentice that you're talking about are the are in both books but they're separated
1: mm hmm mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: I, I just yeah. Everything about the way the first few novels I haven't really gotten past the second one much yet cuz I've I've been squirreling on too much of the stuff so I need to get back to that. Um yeah, same here. Um but yeah, it's it's presented very well and it it definitely needs to be brought uh, into uh into more of the the actual uh, uh video media, either cartoon or live action. i prefer live action, but
2: yeah. Really for but, cosplay uh, purposes, yeah. I'd prefer live action.
3: Nope, nope. Full-on live yeah, live action just so you have more uh, cosplays to, yes, to, to I to, need to do. more Jedi cosplays. You need more Jedi cosplays, yes.
2: Alright. Jay, what anyway. else you got for us?
0: Yeah, sorry I didn't have much to add to that. I haven't read any of the High Republic stuff. Yeah. So.
2: It's, it's okay, bud. Right. Literally no idea.
3: Well, while you're doing <laughs> that, I, I'm going to grab a drink real quick. I'll be right back.
2: What you missed, so, Jay, is blah, 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 Jedi, blah, 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 lightsaber, blah, blah, Jedi. Got it? Okay, you you're up to speed now. You, you're going <laughs> to...
0: You're probably going to be a little shocked when I say my next sentence. Okay. I, I don't want to see more Jedi.
2: Well, thanks for joining us, Jay. It's been good knowing you. Uh, had a good run there.
0: Because... Uh, my next live series i would like to see and i say live series cuz i think it would be awesome i want to follow rogue squadron i i want to see what Ro- rogue squadron's getting up to um you can toss a little bit into the original trilogy you know throw back some things there uh, I would like to see post trilogy, like the time frame of like where the Mandalorian is set. Uh, I would like to see some of that stuff. I would just really like to to follow them. I want. I love Rogue Squadron. I think it would be really cool if we could basically the way I look at it is if you took a newcomer, like, hey, they just joined Rogue Squadron and that is the audience. Like, so things are happening to this new member of Rogue Squadron so that we understand and what their story and see all this cool stuff. Because I like the, the time of, like, the original trilogy with the post part of, like, hey, the Empire's breaking up, but there's still remnants. You know, maybe they got to call in Rogue Squadron to take care of some remnants somewhere. A lot of space battles.
2: First of all, that is almost verbatim what I had written down. (laughs) Uh, So they they announced a Rogue Squad movie a couple years ago and from Patty Jenkins, who did Wonder Woman, (coughs) amongst other things. Uh, But we haven't heard anything uh, for for a couple years now. And I I don't think the project is canceled, but it's definitely kind of on the back burner. Uh, And I'm with you, Jay. I think Rogue Squadron would work better as a series than a movie uh, because that way you get more time with the pilots and whatnot. Um, But, yeah, I also think the best time, I think the most interesting time period to set this in. And my other thing is I really, really, really want to get away from the original trilogy, especially pre-original trilogy. Yes.
1: Uh, As
2: much as I love Obi-Wan, there's a lot of shit in there that did not need to be in there because it just muddies the waters of the original trilogy. So set it in the the Mando era where we're, whatever, five, six years after Return of the Jedi.
3: New Republic era, yeah.
2: Yeah. You've got a clean slate of at least 20-some years where you can do whatever you want and it doesn't have to link up with anything. But you can still bring in characters from the original trilogy if you want to because they're still around. Yeah, uh, Like you could have Luke jump in for an episode, but he's not the leader of Rogue Squadron. You could bring in Wedge uh, because he's part of the squad. But you don't have to have them there the entire time. They can still be there well, if you want them to. Uh, and you can have, like so, you said, Jed, you can have the, the Imperial Remnants. So we can still have Ties fighting uh, uh, X-Wings and whatnot. But that's not, you know, yeah. we can also introduce all the different various um criminal organizations that are out there. Um maybe the was it the Black Sun from uh, uh Heir of the Empire or not Air of, uh, of the Empire, Shadows of uh, the can Empire pop yeah. up in there. We can get some sky Hulk fights. I don't know. So Jay um, Jay
3: Yeah. Have you read the Rogue Squadron novel series? No. Okay. You need to read this novel series. So they're 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 part of the old EU, so they're into the legends, you know, stuff now. Yeah. Meaning, technically, they they themselves are not canon, um, but there's plenty of stuff there that could be harvested back into canon, you know, provided they ever get around to this. Uh, and it's literally exactly what you just said. So it it focuses on Rogue Squadron, post um, Episode Six, going into the New Republic era uh, and stuff. Wedge Antilles now leads Rogue Squadron. Uh, it focuses, though, he's not the main character because he's the squadron leader. Um uh, it uh, the main character it focuses on is uh I believe the character's name was Corin Horn, who was just a you know, a brash young pilot, you know, full of piss and vinegar, gonna save the world, gonna do this, gonna do that. a uh, little bit force sensitive, not not he doesn't become a Jedi or anything, you know, at least I don't remember, but not during the series. Um but he has that as an edge to help his piloting abilities. Uh, the uh the, the the assistant squadron commander was a character by the name of Tycho Kelchu, who was the A Wing pilot who made the second Death Star run. So in, in episode six, when the the Falcon goes into the Death Star, it's yeah. preceded by it's preceded by some, some fighters, one of which is an A Wing.
0: And he splits off.
3: And he splits off, that's Tycho Kelchu.
0: Cause he yeah to take because he says uh, Lando says split off I yeah. think it's Lando or Wedge yeah uh, split see off see if you see if get yeah see those fighters, fighters to follow you. you
3: um and it's brought up and I love this so uh so all those that made that so basically everybody who flew in the Battle of Endor has the same uh, battle patch on their flight suit right. Yeah. But uh those who made the Death Star run have a single black dot in the center of their of of, of that mission patch. And it's it's little details that like that that make that series great because in that series that's when you get the pilot lingo that tie fighters are called eyeballs on the radio and tie interceptors are called squints. So you get squints, yeah. squints and eyeballs. Uh and uh yeah, you need to read that series. That is a wonderful series.
0: Um,
3: I don't know if there's a compilation. Like, see, i uh, let us see if there's a compilation.
0: Damn it. I was gonna say that you know, John brought up that Wedge could be in it, but not like see. In in my mind, Wedge would be like the the admiral or or yeah. like well, commander in yeah. charge of. Well, he just like he well, telling he, Rogue Squadron where to go. Yeah, not necessarily flying with them. Yeah, but, but I think that would be. a
3: well, but once again, in the novels, the novels take place immediately post Episode Six. Yeah, yeah, so he's the leader of the squadron. But if you did it now, you'd advance it to the like, like, like Obi Wan said, you'd advance it to the Mando time period, which was like five or six years after that, where yeah, he's he's uh, either a full on general or something. He's in command of a capital ship that that rogue squadron flies out of. He's not the squadron leader anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, yeah, the,
0: yeah, yeah, that would be cool. Um, the only, and I know, you know, John, you want, you said you wanted to get away from the original trilogy, but I think it would be kind of neat in like maybe the first episode, or even like the first half of the first episode, to just sort of like tie in what rogue's like maybe Rogue Squadron was doing something during that battle of, of Endor. Um, I know Wedge is there fighting
2: the Battle of Endor. Yeah, yeah they were they were kind of yeah, there. But I mean, like,
0: <laughs> but I mean, what I'm saying is, focus on them instead of everything else. And I know Wedge was what Red Leader.
3: No, they were Rogue or, Squadron at that point. They became Rogue Squadron Road in Episode Leader. Five. Yeah, red red squadron. So so after Episode Four, so in Episode Four, Luke is Red Five. After Episode Four, um. Luke becomes uh, eventually the, the 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 red leader. He becomes the leader of Red Squadron, which then becomes Rogue Squadron. Because remember, in in uh, in, in Endor when they're out there, he's like you know, um, uh, he says, "Echo Base, this is Rogue Two. I found them." That's the same
0: squadron. Yeah, no. I'm what I'm saying is in, but in Return of the Jedi, doesn't he? Isn't he red? Red Leader? I don't think he's Rogue Leader. No. I think he's Red Leader. No, he's Rogue Leader.
2: At the Battle of Endor, Luke is on the second Death Star yeah. fighting Vader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, okay. Yeah, Wedge yes, is Rogue I'm Leader. I'm familiar with all of that. Okay, I'm confused.
3: Yeah. We, no, 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 no. Luke leaves the squadron between Episodes 5 and 6,
0: and, and, and Wedge becomes Rogue Leader. Yeah, I think the hang-up is the, the vocabulary. Yeah. Okay, because I'm pretty sure in I'm pretty sure in Return of the Jedi he's he's referred to as Red Leader, not Rogue Leader.
1: I don't know. I
3: think he's Rogue Leader.
0: I'm look it up.
3: That's fine. Anyway, I, I'm not entirely certain.
2: My, my uh, only issue there, Jay, if we're gonna go back and revisit the end of Jedi and see the Battle of Endor, it it needs to have a story reason for the story we're about to tell, so we're not just rehashing a cool fight. Okay. All right. So hear me
0: out. Not necessarily the battle of Endor, but kind of like in um, Battlefront, where you're flying through the debris. So,
3: of so, so you're back. Blown you're, up Death Star. So you're back at Endor years after the fight, but the debris is still in orbit. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. I, mean, I I wouldn't be opposed I'm, to it. I'm
2: fine with that, but again, what's the story purpose? Yeah,
3: uh, I wouldn't I'd be okay with with them starting the series at the Battle of Endor but from Rogue Squadron's purpose. But I agree with, I agree with obi John. It has to it has to branch off and have some bearing on the the future story. Like you, you can't just do it just just because it's cool. You have to tie it in somehow.
0: Yeah, that's fine. And that's fine. I don't know what that tie-in would be, and I okay. agree with you guys that, yes, you should tie it in. But it would be interesting to have that tie-in, starting with, like, what was Rogue Squadron doing during the Battle of Endor? Yes, they were fighting. But what were they specifically doing? Maybe they were tasked with something specific to do. Yeah, destroy the desktop. Your lunche- <laughs> and that could be your launching point of
3: yeah destroy the death star that that's kind of the point of the battle of you you can't change the point of the battle of endor you can't give them an like like they're on like a covert mission or something cuz the only covert mission at the battle of endor was the destruction of the uh 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 the shield, the shield generator yeah on on the endor surface you you just if you try to throw in another clandestine operation that rogue group was rogue squadron was doing you're just muddying the
2: waters you, you and That's exactly what I don't want, yeah,
3: if you're gonna start there, then you have to focus on a pilot you 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 have to show it from the point of view of of what's going to become your main character and why that you know that battle you know how that battle affects him going forward, like maybe he loses his wingman or you know uh, Shit, I don't know. Maybe he's maybe he's one of the ones that use one it, of the X wings that goes into the Death Star and 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 comes out. I I don't know. I, I'm just I don't know. Maybe
0: use it maybe to introduce his, your main villain. Use
3: it to introduce your main villain and survive good,
0: the battle. Maybe, but uh, maybe his wingman was the pilot that kamikazes himself into the Super Star Destroyer.
3: Well, but that would be an A wing pilot. He wouldn't be an X wing. Uh, he wouldn't be an X wing wingman because Rogue Squadron is an X
0: wing squadron. Maybe he joined Rogue Squadron after that. I don't know. I'm not yeah. trying to write the damn thing. I'm just saying. Actually, was- <laughs> you are trying
2: to write the damn thing. That's entirely what we you're open. trying to do. We open with the crawl. <laughs> we, uh, we pan down to Endor, okay? And then swoosh, swoosh, fighters come in, and we pull back, and it's the Battle of Endor. Just just writ large. Every, you know, the fighters going whoosh, whoosh, pew, pew, and Star Destroyer sitting there, and just chaos everywhere. Oh. And then we focus in. To a lone TIE fighter That's red. The crimson whatever. No. And he's this he's fight. swooping and he's duking it out with I don't know, somebody, Wedge. And he's taking uh, out X Wings and A Wings, he's a badass, and then he sees the Death Star explodes. He's lost. Anyway,
0: my my point is it would be cool to see a Rogue Squadron series.
2: Yes. We agree. Yeah. we all and, wholeheartedly yeah. agree. Yeah, now, like, like I said, I don't know what the hell the status of the Rogue Squad movie is. Uh, we haven't gotten any kind of update in a while. Um, so if if they cancel it and decide to do it as a series, my heart will not weep.
3: Um, but ultimately we find out that the new recruit for Rogue Squadron is an Ewok who finds an X-wing, crawls inside it, and is a badass pilot. And he's the main Jesus. character of our series. The only Ewok his name pilot is Yub Nub. Yubnub. Nub. Jesus, <laughs> that's, that's his call. That's his call sign.
0: Yeah, his and name, the only thing he he can't speak any basic. But yeah. the only thing that he learned in basic was how to say yeah. this is Padre. No, 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 no. See, so
3: who the so, hell taught him that? So, <laughs> uh, so, so his, his his name his name is Pickett. Okay, but he can't speak basic, so the only thing he ever says on the radio is "yup nub." So, so that's his call sign is "yup nub."
0: nub"? It's "yup nub." <laughs> where the hell are you going? Yeah, yep, "Yup nub." <laughs> Damn it, Get he's doing it again. <laughs> nub."
2: <Yub-nub. laughs> Yum nub yum nub He's the Groot of our... Because <laughs> there's one pilot that can speak Ewok for some reason. <laughs> so they banter back and forth, but all you can hear from them is yub-dub. Yub-nub. Yub-nub. Um, Brocket and Groot. I like it. Um, actually, you laugh, George but... Stanley, George
0: Stanley wait, Kenobi. Yep. What did he say? He said, yub He said, yub
3: So you laugh, but... But I, I had a friend who, who wanted to play, so in, in, I'm going to go back to the Star Wars RPG again, because I'm old and I have these references. Mm-hmm. Leave me alone. <laughs> um, uh, one of the archetypes that you could play was a brash pilot, you know. And he wanted to play a brash pilot, an Ewok brash pilot. So his backstory was he was a young Ewok that literally climbed aboard like a smuggler ship and, and, and stowed away accidentally, and the smuggler raised him. Uh, and stuff, and taught him how to be a pilot and everything. Um, and he was a really great pilot. The problem was, because he was so, so short, his, uh, his cockpit had to be modified so that he could reach the ethereal rudder rudder pedals. You know? Uh, Because in a a standard cockpit, he had a penalty to his flying, because he, because he couldn't, he couldn't yaw the ship very well. He was only, he was only pitches and rolls. Um, uh, and everything. And yeah, uh he played that for, for a good, you know, like ten, twelve sessions. I forget the I forget the character's name, but yeah. Yub dub. Nice. It was it was good.
2: Yub dub. dub. Yub dub. Scott, I think we're back to you.
3: Oh god. Uh I don't know, because in all honesty the two big ones that I had was Tar and Rogue Squadron. Well, all right then. Um and 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 Jay just kind of stole my thunder with with, with
2: Rogue <laughs> Squadron a little bit. Well, um, I had it on my list too, so I think yeah. we're unanimous know about that. one.
3: Which is fine. It, it's great. because it it, it, it it provokes a, a good uh a good uh, good discussion and and everything. Um but yeah, uh just off the top of my head of of other things that we really need to see uh, I think. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to the Ahsoka series because hopefully we're going to get his payoff to Ezra, and we're going to get Thrawn back uh, mm-hmm. at some point because I would love to see Thrawn live action, uh, and I would love to see an adaptation, um, of, uh, because even though we've gotten Thrawn in in Rebels and everything, they did a great job. We have not gotten really a good adaptation of uh, Heir to the Empire or um, oh crap, what's the second one in that series? The original Thrawn trilogy uh, of novels. Hold Uh, on, hold on. I don't remember. Uh, Heir to the Empire, it's the the Dark Fleet that they tried to use in in, um, Last Command? Yeah, thank you, The Last Command. Yeah, Heir to the Empire and Last Command.
2: Where he Sorry literally to push too far away from the microphone.
3: <laughs> where he literally tries to 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 reforge, you know, to to pull the imperial remnant together, you know, into a cohesive fighting force again and rally against the new republic and hold on to what little territory the empire still has. Um, but yeah, that that is something I I would love to see. So I'm hoping, I really hope that in the Ahsoka series. Uh, when we find out what's going on with Ezra, uh, I hope that it's not just kind of a one-and-done, that I hope they bring back uh, both Ezra and Thrawn, and we get the, the 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 post-fall Thrawn.
2: Filoni would not bring him back for no reason. Th- that's true.
3: In Filoni, we trust.
2: Um, and, and I do feel the way he wrote him out of Rebels was very much a... We're gonna put it on the shelf for now. Yeah. Um. Till we circle back around, and do yeah. it again. So. So. Yeah. Well, in in the original
3: Thrawn trilogy, uh, it takes place. I want to say a year or two after the Battle of Endor. So the Empire has fallen. Um. And the Imperial remnant is is desperately trying to hold on to territory, but the problem is is you have Regional governors, you have moths, and you have admirals that are all vying for control at the same time. The, the internal power struggle uh, is is hampering their efforts, and that's why they're losing their grip. Well, then you have, enter Grand Admiral Thrawn back into the picture, and he had, on his, with his fleet, he had been out past the Outer Rim. So he was gone when the fall happened. So he comes back into chaos, and he immediately starts taking control. And the first thing he does to take control is he calls a meeting of all the top-level people who control the largest forces and those who are basically fighting a civil war for control, right? He calls them all together for a meeting. To try and mediate peace and to talk so that they can coordinate and consolidate. Which, of course, they can't do because of all their force of personality. So, literally, he has them executed Michael Corleone style. He kills them all off. And he takes command himself.
2: And I want that. That would be a very easy story to... Not retcon, but to to make fit into the current Star Wars era. Um, of what's going on, especially if, if you're putting back him putting him back into the Mando era. Yes, uh, that, that's a pretty easy uh, replacement. Yes, and we know that they keep talking about you know the the shows that they're doing are going to at some point kind of merge to the storylines will all kind of come to a front for like a big kind of event thing. I can't think of a better villain for your big event than Thrawn. Yes, to start weaving him in through yep. all the multiple shows and and set him up as like the ultimate big bad to have, you know, Ahsoka and Ezra and Mando and everybody have to team up and take him down.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I agree. digging um, uh, so yeah, that, that whole adaptation of the original Thrawn trilogy needs to happen. We need Thrawn coming back in from wherever he was, because I feel like what we got with Thrawn, because you know, everybody, uh, there was a lot of backlash, uh, on the internet and stuff, when Rebels was out and they brought Thrawn in, because everybody, you get a lot of old farts like me, were like, "Well, Thrawn's not supposed to be until after Andor." Blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, he was there before. We just didn't get that story before, and now they gave us that story. And I feel like Dave Filoni was setting up, he like you said, to bring Thrawn back and give us an adaptation of the Return of Thrawn post fall.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um. And yeah, with him coming back in and, and doing his thing and being all Thrawn like uh uh and, and stuff, uh I just yeah, uh that one I think we need. I think it's coming. Um I'm 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 looking forward to it. Um uh as much as I wanted to see him live action playing the Inquisitor, they didn't have him playing the Inquisitor, so they better have Jason Isaacs playing Thrawn. I would not be opposed to that. Um, who, who's the voice actor? I don't know. That plays Thrawn. <clears throat> Hold on one
0: second. I feel like I got nothing on that.
3: I, I feel like it's someone uh, that would play live action as well. Um, but, I mean, of course, Jason Isaacs is just awesome. Why they didn't cast him as the Inquisitor in... Uh, uh, Boba Fett or not Boba Fett, uh Obi Wan, I have no idea. Um uh
0: duh, 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 duh.
3: But that's why, you know that that's why on the eighth day God gave us IMDB. <laughs>
0: I'm looking right now, I'm trying to find him. Um Lars Mickelson.
3: Lars Mickelson?
0: Lars Mickelson.
3: Are you sure it's not Owen Lars? It
0: is Yes. Lars Mickelson.
3: Lars hang on I gotta look up Lars Mickelson. I don't I don't know his name. Uh, he... uh, I don't know him by name. Oh I know him by name and oh my god, yes, he would make an awesome live action uh thrawn. I take that back. Lars Mickelson needs needs to be thrawn live action as well, because his voice was awesome and you put him in uh, blue, blue, blue skin, makeup and yeah, some red bl- eye contact, blue skin with the red eyes and everything. Yeah, he would, he would be awesome. Uh, hang on, I'm gonna pull up a side, side by side because I'm pretty sure somebody, <laughs> somebody has already done that. Um, because the internet is rife with people, uh, uh, who can do that. In fact, it's the number two Google search when you just type up Lars Mikkelsen. Uh, Lars Mikkelsen. Not
2: dad? at all surprised. Yeah. So yeah, good call, Scott. Uh, Thrawn definitely needs some more attention. And again, I, I don't, I can't imagine Filoni bringing him in and, and basically packing him away and then not taking him back out at some point. So I think that's probably a safe bet to pop up somewhere. Yeah. Um, I've got two left on my list, and one I don't really have a solid idea of what it would look like, but I think it's an era of area of Star Wars that really hasn't got much attention. Um, we focus on the Jedi and the Sith a lot and the force and all that. And it's cool. and We love it. It's part of what makes Star Wars, Star Wars, but there is another option and I'm not talking about fucking great Jedi because the great Jedi are stupid, but there is a third faction that wields the force and does so in a very different and unique way. And we have really only scratched the surface of it in Canon media. The old EU goes a little deeper, but that's no longer Canon. I'm talking about the sisters of Dathomir. The, the witches of Dathomir, as they were known in other media. But this one planet, Dathomir, which is probably best known as it's the birthplace of Darth Maul. So if you're a more casual Star Wars fan, that's where Darth Maul comes from. His mother is Mother Townsend, who is essentially like the Yoda of this clan of Force witches, kind of. Um, again, they interpret the Force very differently. Uh, they look down on both Jedi and Sith as being dogmatic and seeing things in black and white. Uh, they don't see the Force as good or evil; it's passive or aggressive. Um, and you can kind of they they wield it more in the form of spells and magic than they do like Force powers. Uh, they're very mysterious. The we they they're in Clone Wars. And one of them is a major character in the um, Jedi Fallen Order video game. But there's a lot we don't know. And a lot that's been changed even from what we did used to know from old EU into what's currently canon. Um, And I feel like that's an area where we could really dive into. Um, Because again, other than Maul and Savage Opress and Asajj Ventress, we don't really know much about them. Uh, And those are kind of not the best examples, but uh, they're very strong with the force specifically on their world, which is why most of them don't leave their world. The ones that do end up becoming like bounty hunters or uh, guns for hire because they have that connection to the force. Um, They wield something that I would love to see on screen. We've gotten it in cartoons, but not in live action. They don't have lightsabers. They have the light bow where they focused Kyber crystal energy into firing (laughs) bolts of energy like a bow and arrow. Uh, it's what uh, Boba Fett's clone sister has in Bad Batch. Uh, but I just think that'd be cool to get in there and really explore the history of those characters because it's a, it's an interesting counterpoint to both the Jedi and the Sith, but it's not either one of them. So it's it's you could kind of have your cake and eat it too. You can do magic force stuff, but not have to deal with Jedi and Sith.
3: Nice.
2: That's, that's what I got. Didn't really have solid idea. Just that, that's I was trying to think of corners of Star Wars that haven't really been fleshed out yet, and that kind of jumped out at me. So,
3: well, that's that's what you're that's what you're you're playing in our in our Star Wars campaign, right? Or am I getting something wrong?
2: A sister of Dathomir? No, I'm playing a Guardian of the Will.
3: <laughs> oh, where? <laughs> why, why did I think you were playing? You were talking about Guardians of the Wills there. Did I'm I talking about tune- the
2: sisters of Dathomir.
3: Did, did I did I tune out for a half a second while I was going I down a rabbit did, hole? Bud. I you did. Were, apparently. You were
2: staring into the red eyes of <laughs> Lars. Whatever. <laughs> well, never mind then. Um, in that case, we're changing
3: your Matt Star Nicholson. Wars. In that case, we're 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 changing your Star Wars uh, RPG character. You are now a sister of Dathomir.
2: Well, what I don't want to Dathomir.
3: Well, you are.
2: Damn it. No, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, although the Guardians of the Wills would be cool to see too, but they're very close related to the Jedi. So uh, again, I was trying to think of areas that haven't really been fleshed out yet, and that's kind of a big one. Uh, even in the episodes, we get them as the focus of for Clone Wars. They're still very mysterious, and uh, we don't really get much. And 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 the old origins in the old EU have already been thrown out. So yeah. even before Disney took over, they were thrown out. So. There you go.
3: Wait, they were they were thrown out before Disney?
2: Yeah, uh, before Disney took over. So in in comics and I think some of the role-play games maybe, they kind of fleshed out that the Sisters of Dathomir all came from a, a disgraced Jedi who ended up um, stranded on the planet. And then in Clone Wars, before Disney took over, oh. they threw that out and wrote their own origin. Yeah, yeah. Or wrote yeah. their own, yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So, and and that was the thing pre Disney. You know, when it came to the the expanded universe, um, was you know pretty much. So you, you gotta you gotta understand the time period of what it was. We we had episodes four, five, and six, and there was a long time before episodes one, two, and three. Um, and in that time, Lucas had opened up everything post uh, episode six for novels and comics and games and stuff like that to be you know for things to be told in but like lucasfilm still had general approval right like like there were guidelines that they issued you couldn't you couldn't kill off main characters or if you wanted to which was done once you had to you had to seek a major written approval uh before you could before you could touch certain characters and such everything prior to episode four was off limits until episode one came out and then, uh, Lucasfilm opened up, uh, like a certain time period prior. That's when you started to get the old Republic stuff because it was so far in the future so far in the past, uh, uh, and everything. And, um, Basically, everything that was was written and stuff was considered to be canon, and uh, Delray Books, I think it was Delray that did the the bulk of those, did a very good job, in all honesty, of of keeping the continuity. You had a little bit of conjecture with the comics, but that's because the comics were up in the air. Marvel had the license for a while. Dark Horse had the license for a while. Um, and, And it was just generally accepted that the books... Were the core story going forward, uh, and West End Games when they were doing their Star Wars books and stuff, they adhered to that to to a very very close close uh, 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 very closely, a yeah, very close degree. Thank you. That's the word I was thinking for, um, and such. But then when Clone Wars came out, because it was it was on screen, yes, it it could retcon some stuff because they didn't go back and look at the books. Uh, and everything. So yeah, Clone Wars. If it was on, if it was on screen, then yeah, it, it obviously took precedence. So because they they changed uh, the 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 Night Sisters of Dathomir and and everything. Yeah, going forward, still great stuff, with the exception of the Yuzon Vong. Just screw that shit.
2: See, I didn't even mention it. I know because I knew what I was going to do to you, Scott. I know, stupid Yuzon Vong. <laughs> <coughs> Jay, anything else?
0: Um, yeah, I, I, I had an idea, and I kind of asked Megan. Okay. And put just to see what she'd say, and you could kind of combine these ideas together if you really wanted to. Um, I personally loved the solo movie. Uh, I loved uh-huh. solo. Yep. Um, I thought it was awesome, and. Unfortunately, I don't think they're going to do anything else with it. No. I, I, I really don't think that they're going to make any more sequels. Um, I don't think they're going to continue with that storyline. Um,
2: well, I don't know.
0: Okay, yeah. I don't know.
2: I'm just saying. There's nothing solid. You're right, yeah.
0: But what I would like is I think Han Solo in his younger years as a streaming show with just like one-off sort of adventures of him being a smuggler would be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, his, his days working for jappa Um, yeah, well, I mean, and so, if you.
3: well, uh, sorry. Um, the whole story where apparently he has to dump his cargo, you know, because, yeah. because in the, in once again, I'm going back to the old EU because that's where I go to. That's, yes. that's where I'm at. Uh, you know, when when in in episode four, when he says, you know, hey, even I get boarded sometimes. You think I wanted to blah blah blah, but in the old EU, you find out he didn't actually get boarded. He just dumped his cargo kind of prematurely. Like he Thinking ultimately, he was gonna get boarded. He was gonna get boarded. He thought he was, and yeah. then he dumped his cargo, and it didn't
0: yeah. happen. Um. Yeah. So yeah, and, and that. So, and I read the trilogy before the Han Solo trilogy Yeah, and then I got all three of them put together in an awesome book that's a great um, book and and I I just want to explore more of that I want to explore mo- more of young super cocky brash pilot Han Solo um and what what Megan said that I said you could kind of tie into it I mean Solo did it already but she's like I just, just kind of want to see what Chewie was up to before he met Han How'd he get up in that prison?
3: It's not Aww. a bad story either. Yeah, like like from from the first time chronologically that we see Chewie in Episode Three, which I did not like. By the way, I'm yeah. not a big fan of that. You know, hey, let's throw in here in this random scene that Chewbacca met Yoda. Why? Yeah, I don't why, like that. Why, why the do relations with the Wookies? I have. Yeah, why? Why do we need that? I mean, you know, Yoda right. being on Kashyyyk cool that's fine but chewie being there and him knowing chewbacca by name we didn't need if that was gratuitous but it's there and it's, it's, it's canon it's
2: it's pointless because yeah. they never meet again after it, that so exactly why? exactly it, it it it's
3: pointless it's gratuitous it's pandering but at the same time it happens so it's canon you know to quote uh James Rhodes in Iron Man 2 I'm here it's me let's move on um but, yeah, so how did he get from Kashyyyk to to that, that weird planet where he's sort of imprisoned? World yeah, e- exactly. Let's, uh, yeah, I, I agree. Some of that needs to be filled in. Plus,
2: also... I will I'm, say this. Yeah. The, when they made Solo, the intention was to do a trilogy. For whatever reason, Lucasfilm then soured on, on doing the whole anthology thing. That being said, Obi-Wan was also supposed to be a movie and got turned into a streaming series. And there are serious rumors floating that Disney is getting serious look into taking what was going to be movies two and three for Solo and doing them as a streaming series. Now, again, still just rumor at this point, but as far as series that you should do, and as far as like touching on main characters pre-events, I think Solo is like the one thing I would actually like to see. Because, uh, like you said, Jay, there, there's a lot of ground to cover between where he yeah. is in the end of the solo movie and where we find him. There's there's a lot of one-off adventures, and so help me God, the adventure should not be I'm um, smuggling young Leia somewhere or <laughs> shit like that. No, uh,
0: no. Yeah, it should not have anything to tie but, into the original saga. And if you and if you wanted to do like I and, and I liked Megan's idea. I thought that was great. Yeah, a Chewy series like what the hell's Chewy up to? And I think it'd be kind of neat if you did, like, a back-and-forth of, like... Kind of like what Boba Fett did, but not as bad about it. Um, <laughs> well, you could you where, do an episode... Where you had, like, flashbacks. So, like, you could do yeah. an episode of Han and Chewie having good times together, and then the next episode is a flashback of Chewie's life well, post Kashik pre-imprisonment.
2: So, <laughs> here's what you do. You have an episode where... They're coming up against, you know, Rebel, or not Rebels, uh, Imperial forces, and Chewie flips out. And we come to learn that the reason Chewie flipped out is the Imperial officer they encountered is the one who led the group that enslaved his people. Or something like that, where we then, like, the flashbacks are then triggered because of something happening in the current storyline, yeah. So we then flash back to see that story, and then flash forward to uh, Chewie trying to track down his family and, and get revenge yeah. or whatever. You yeah, know? Try, trying to get uh, back
3: to Kashyyyk for Life yeah. Day.
2: Yeah, you, yeah,
0: yeah. Exactly. You could, <laughs> you could some to some extent do the same thing with Han, back to his life on uh, Corellia, like. And I know they did that in the movie, but they just sort of touched on his.
2: Like it, I don't need in to see Canada. how solo the street rat. I don't, yeah, I don't no. care about that.
3: Well, so, first of all, you know, Alden Ein, 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 Einreich, whatever his name is. I don't know how to pronounce his last name.
2: I can tell you, but it's more fun to hear you try to pronounce it. It's okay.
3: Um, uh, anyway, I think he did a phenomenal job as a young Han, giving us a character. Without delivering a uh, Harrison Ford I- imitation. You know, I think he did a phenomenal job. I wanted to see more of him. You know, him interacting with uh, uh, Danny Glover's son was just beautiful. Uh, (sighs) (sighs) (laughs) That sigh speaks volumes. And I love it.
2: One of the greatest creative minds of this generation, and Scott insists on, on reducing him to the son of Danny Glover, to which he's not even related.
3: <clears throat> I'm sorry. He does do a great job. Uh, even though, I, I have to say, I have to say watching him in that role, he is giving us a hint of a, um, a Billy Dee Williams in, 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 in impersonation, but but just a hint of it, like like his characterization, that's not the be all end all of his characterization of Lando Calrissian. He 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 uses it to give us tone, but he gives it he gives it his own character, you know. Uh, and I would
2: and, argue there should be a hint of Billy D. Williams. There should be, there should be. You're right. <laughs> but and the reason they, uh, they did announce a Lando series, but again, since its announcement, we haven't heard shit. Yeah, uh, we didn't. We weren't. We didn't even know if it was going to be. Uh, donald glover or if it was going to be um billy d or who like we, we got yeah. no details and haven't got any since then yeah. so maybe they'll surprise us next week at d23 and drop us with a bunch more details but who knows
3: well and, and, the, and oh. Oh, sorry the the reason i say he, he did he brought it his own while still giving us the tone of billy d williams was and you can see it, it's very evident in that scene where they go to the falcon and and it's 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 ground locked and they kind of renegotiate the terms and he says, you know, I don't like it. I don't agree with it. But I'll allow it. <laughs> like it, it's still it, it's a little different from Billy D. Williams' character, but it's his own character with that I, I don't know. I just I just love it. Um But yeah, I I would love to see Han Solo as a a young Han Solo as a streaming series. Though I agree with you. Don't give us any connection to the original saga. You know, he doesn't have to smuggle Luke to his christening or something weird. Some shit.
0: I might get some pushback on this, but the only person from the original saga other than Han and Chewie that I would want to see in this would be a young Boba Fett. Nope, nope, um, nope, 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 nope.
2: Let me, um, no, let me, Jabba, no.
0: okay, let, me no Boba let hold on. Okay, hold on. Just hold your horses. Put the reins, pull the reins a little bit, and at least let me explain why. Because in the trilogy books, he has a run-in with Boba Fett. In that, in the original. Trilogy books, yeah. He has a run in with him, yeah, and that would be okay with me. I'm not saying make him a main no. character. I'm saying if in one of your one-off stories he's involved somewhere, yes. Because in the original trilogy, they do have a run in prior to Boba Fett tracking him down. Yeah, they, they do. Empire,
3: okay. they, they do. Okay. How, however, hang on.
2: One episode, yes. Leave his helmet on.
3: No, no. Hang on. Hold
2: up! We can't afford to de-age the actor again. Hey, no,
3: yeah. hold on. I, I've okay. I, I've got a solution to this
2: okay. that, that
3: doesn't have us de-age the character. You can take the helmet off if you want to. I'd prefer you leave it on, but it doesn't matter. So, in a Bo- in a, a Han Solo trilogy, we need one episode with Boba Fett. Okay, or in the next Boba Fett, we need one episode with Han Solo. I want you to bring Harrison Ford back. <laughs> okay? If you get, if you need to de-age Harrison Ford a little bit, a little bit, that's fine. But it needs to take place in that time frame, many years after the Battle of Endor. Because there is an awesome comic scene, uh, I think it was Dark Horse that did it, where many years after the Battle of Endor, Han Solo encounters Boba Fett again. They're they, It's just a random encounter. They pass each other. Okay? And they both stop and turn and pull weapons at the exact same time. And they are staring each other down. And at the same time, they both look at each other and they both lower their weapons. Because the thing with Boba Fett and Han Solo was a job. Not personal. Yeah. And they go their separate ways, and we never hear about it again. There's no fight. There's no nothing. It's just mutual respect, and they're both done with it. And we need that scene. I, I, I don't okay. care. I don't care if it's in Han Solo. It probably would be better in, in Book of Boba Fett. But
0: yeah.
3: But yeah. Um, but if, if you know, if you're gonna try and tie the. The Han Solo series, or a new Han Solo series, which is an adaptation of what would have been second and third movie going forward from the first movie, into, if you're going to tie it back into more, you know, stuff we've already seen, which you don't need to, but if you wanted to, the, uh, uh, uh the Darth Maul stuff needs to be, uh, fleshed out and
2: Resolved. The Crimson Sun. Yeah, the, 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 See, the Crimson yes, Sun. Do, yeah,
3: yeah the, with Kira, Dark Sun, and Darth Maul. That storyline needs to be resolved.
2: That needs to be your overarching think, story, and and you end it. Your final episode is him taking the job for Jabba. Yes. Uh, that and, gets him caught, or, and then, or he and then the you spice. go. And, you and you other go, than yeah. that, you don't connect to anything.
3: Exactly, and then you go you into season it. three with the Jabba storyline. Season two is wrapping up the
2: uh, the Crimson Dawn, Kira, um, Darth Maul stuff. No, you can stuff. do that for a couple seasons, I don't care. But whatever you wrap that up, your your last storyline is working for Jabba, and that's where you end it.
3: Yeah, but at the same time, we still need to tell the, that story with him dumping his cargo and getting on the outs with yeah. Jabba needs to be told.
2: See? Yeah, I that's think, what I'm saying. That's okay. your last story, yeah. You need a whole season to okay, tell that story. Okay,
0: gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so like the to me, at the end of Solo, he's going to Tatooine to work for Jabba. So to me, in this series, he would be working for Jabba the whole time. Which
2: again, well, Boba Fett, I works don't want to work Jabba. for Jabba the whole time yeah. because the character you have to bring in is Hondo. Oh God, Hondo. Well, see,
3: so at the end of Solo, he talks about going to Tatooine because somebody's putting together a job. Now,
2: But that's all we know.
3: That's all we know. Is that the job he dumps his spice on? We don't know. Is the job a long-term job? We don't know. Is that just the first job he works for Jabba and never actually meets Jabba? Like, he's just recruited by an underhand and it's just, like, one-off episode, real quick job, and he's done and we now have the contact to come back? Like, you know, uh, you know. Whenever a lot of people see these connections, and and, and they're like, "Oh, that's where he goes to Java," and blah 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 blah. Well, you're making a huge narrative
2: leap there. Yeah, we're still like eight years away from that happening. Yeah, in the timeline. So yeah, whatever a, job he's going to do for Java is not that job.
3: Yeah, you've got yeah, a lot of ways you can write that.
2: That's that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that that's the
0: job he's going to do. I'm saying he's. he doesn't have to exclusively work for Jabba, but he's going to work for Jabba. I think is what they're trying to imply at the end of solo. Yeah. Not necessarily that he's dropping. It's not the, it's not the job. It doesn't have to be the job where he drops the spice because yeah, that takes place a long time, but he could have a recurring. He's a smuggler. He's going to work for anybody so he can work for Jabba. You can bring in Hondo. You could, have him work for whoever you want but yes as long as he's not smuggling main series characters places as long as he's doing some other sort of sneaky yep. sly unconnected you know,
2: yeah
0: unconnected um scruffy looking nerf herder things
2: hey you could even bring hey! in, you could even bring in uh was a conja club and um the crap the other the people from uh, yeah. force awakens you can set that yes. up yeah
0: yeah, and like yeah. and and that's, well, that's what I'm saying with like Boba Fett, he doesn't have to be a main thing, but it'd be neat to see him in some capacity. Like Okay. Just for one okay. episode. I'm not hey. saying he has to be there in every episode because no. I don't want that. I'm just saying for me, the reader of the novels and for others who have read the novels it's one of those like wink, wink, nod, nod. Hey, we know you read the novels type thing, just to put him in one episode, and I'm okay with that. Okay, Jay. I'm not. I don't, don't hate okay as much as
2: when it. you first threw it out
0: there. No, he he does not have to be a main character in the entire series. I wanna I wanna see shenanigans with Han and Chewie, and uh, Han Rondo. trying Han trying to talk his way out of shit yes. and. Chewy doing I, his like,
3: I would I, I guess, would argue
0: not
2: the eye roll in the back. Uh, shit, I would I would argue the TV show Maverick in Star Wars.
3: No, nah, if you're doing Maverick, if you're doing Maverick, then it's that that's the Rogue Squadron thing. Plus, we've already seen Maverick in Star Wars. No, no, not top Star Wars.
2: Maverick, Cowboy Maverick.
3: Oh, I see. Okay, because as I say, we've already seen Maverick in Star Wars. It's called Star no, Wars.
2: No, no, not that Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, called A New Hope.
3: Yeah, it's called A New Hope, because it's the same damn story. But, um, uh, no, um, but if, if you were wanting to do that, uh, something that I think you should also do is you should adapt the novel scoundrels, uh, into season two of, of, or season one, uh, of, uh, Young Solo. Um, uh. Because it it it's got some really good stuff. You know, you've got bounty hunters, you've got uh, Lando, where they they literally have to put together kind of an Ocean's Eleven kind of a team to pull to pull mm-hmm. a job uh, and stuff. And while that book has its flaws, it's not one of my favorites of of the new uh, expanded universe novels. Uh, it's got some really good stuff to pull from.
1: All right, but yeah.
3: So no, Felix, I agree, Jay. Give
2: yeah. Han Solo a series. Yeah, take what you were going to do for the trilogy and make it into a show.
0: I agree with, 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 no. with Chewie.
2: <laughs>
3: yes. Mm. Well, that and also, you <laughs> know, uh, the, the the new actor that was handed the reins of Chewbacca needs needs more Chewbacca time.
0: Yes.
2: Ooh, I got it, Scott. Uh, okay.
0: Okay. Are you ready? Uh okay. probably, probably not. <laughs> this is this is okay. This is this is going to be good. This is kind of a deep cut. You're your your uh Yubnub Ewok pilot? Yes, the Yubnub Ewok pilot. Yep, Yubnub, yep. Okay, he <laughs> when he's flying an X-wing for Rogue Squadron, he's actually sitting in like a like a chest carrier for like, you know, like a baby carrier, like a chest thing. In a giant Wookiee, and the Wookiee is the one running the pedals, and the Ewok is the one with the stick and the throttle, and he's just yelling at the (laughs) Wookiee to do the pedals. (laughs) It's this constant back and forth. That the rest of Rogue Squadron, all they hear is, is
2: yub-nub going, yub-nub, yub-nub. And the, the Wookiee going. Urgh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Clearly, yub. there should be somebody who says, how does he even reach the pedals? And then we just smash cut to him with blocks tied to his feet like in uh, Temple of Doom. Oh. The short oh, run yeah. drive the car.
0: I love it. I, I like the Wookie. The yeah. Wookiee with the, yeah. the baby carrier yeah. battery. I, I,
3: can't.
0: I can't. <laughs> 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 Uh, <laughs> and then it's just it just cuts back and forth <laughs> to the other uh, rogue squadron pilots going. Um, yep. Okay. Then. All right. Here we go. <laughs> back uh, on mission.
2: Ah, good times. Uh, I don't know where we're at. I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> All right. There's no rules. Takes my shirt off. <laughs> I've got one more. <laughs> I'm never gonna get it, but it's what I There's want. There's one more than
0: rule: it.
2: put your shirt back on. Okay, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> That's the one rule. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry, go ahead. It. Your shirt stays on. Uh, no, I've got, I've got one. Uh, I'm never gonna get it, but it's what I want more than anything else <laughs> on this list. They keep teasing me with it, and I just feel like we're never gonna get, you know, fully dive dove in whatever we're not going to go deep into it but what I want what I would kill for is between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens I want Luke's Jedi Academy I want to see Luke training a new generation of Jedi I want to see you fold in old school EU characters you, you, you can make them work you just got to rewrite the origins a bit. I want to see Cal Katarn oh, and I want Kyle to see Katarn. introduced I want to see introduced in season one as our main villain, uh, an Imperial remnant. She was uh, an assassin for the Emperor, Mary Jade. Mara Jade Skywalker. And we spend the rest of the season, uh, you know, Luke discovering she's force sensitive and, and the two of them back and forth. And then over however many seasons, uh, that turns into Luke bringing her to the light side and then their romance. Uh, th- th- there's so much awesomeness you could fold into here with 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 minimal yeah. effort. It's yeah. sort of like Thrawn; yeah. like you can yeah. bring it back in. You got to tweak yeah. it a bit, yeah. but you can make it work. But uh, and I, and good.
3: Sorry, but given what we know with the sequel trilogy, because mm-hmm. we can't, we can't as much as as much as a lot of people would like, we can't completely just decanonize the sequel trilogy. No,
2: we're not gonna, we're not gonna, we're not gonna retcon y- that. No,
3: we're not gonna retcon but, that. But but her death could be the straw that breaks... So everybody assumes that it was the, the destruction of the Jedi Academy, This the straw that breaks the camel's back, when really it was her death. You know? That's what makes yeah, him give maybe. up and leave.
2: In, in my mind, maybe that's what sets die. him down that path, is losing her. Because, I can see that, again, too. It, it's in can that losing the Academy is, was the final straw. And also, here's what I don't want. We are not doing Young Ben there is a good 10 to 15 years his school would have been up and running before Ben would have been brought to him. Yeah. I don't want Ben Solo.
0: I, I don't yeah, give
2: a shit about yeah. not doing Ben Solo. I agree. I agree. This is the Academy. We literally see them in, in the, the cut we get to in Boba Fett. We see Luke, or more like the robots he programmed, literally building his temple. Yeah, I want to start from there, and I want to go to before Ben gets dropped off. Yeah. It's all downhill after that.
1: Yep,
3: I agree. Bring Mara Jade into it. Bring their encounters, Kyle their romance. Kyle Katarn. Give me the Sun
2: Crusher. I want
3: the Sun Crusher.
2: Didn't. Because that's what Scott loves is Imperial mega weapons. Well, but it's
3: an Imperial <laughs> mega weapon that never that never made it past the prototype stage, and it's not bigger. Like it's not bigger and badder. Yes, it's an Imperial mega-weapon, but it was never employed. It's literally a prototype, and it only fits two people. And ultimately, Luke disposes of it by using the Force to send it into the middle of a star. He doesn't destroy it, he just stores it there.
2: I just just want to see more Luke. I I want to
3: see more Luke, too. I want to see more young Luke, Uh, (laughs) because I was thinking about this earlier. If you look at all the Jedi that we have seen on screen, right? So uh-huh. you've got Yoda. You've got Obi-Wan. Uh-huh. You've got Mace uh-huh. Windu. You've got uh-huh. Ahsoka. You've got Kanan. You've got Ezra. Uh, any, anybody else major? you got Qui-Gon. Anybody else major that I'm forgetting? I'll, I'll, Probably. I'll, what's I'll, what's I'll the point? Luke's story as a Jedi is the shittiest story in in all of Star Wars that's been seen on screen. Like, we literally get him as a farm boy that knows nothing, and we jump to him as a, as a broken old man that has given up. Everybody well, else no, has man. given us a more dramatic story and a better story than Luke fucking
2: Skywalker. Well, the, the shit thing with Luke is this. By the time we complete the original trilogy, he's gone from far boy, farm boy dreaming of adventure to the last Jedi Knight. Yeah. Full on Jedi Knight. And right in in uh Mark Hamill's gone on record of saying this, it's like right as Luke's story is getting really interesting, yeah, we stop. And we skip over it. And then Yeah, and we jump over thirty plus years and now he's a bitter old man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The the
3: the great story of Luke Skywalker is just skipped over. Just completely. Like every other Jedi we've gotten on screen, we've gotten the juiciest parts of their stories. And we've gotten really good stories. But the core Jedi that's at the center of it all... Oh, uh, Anakin Skywalker. I forgot about him. Anakin Skywalker's story is infinitely better than Luke Skywalker's story. And he causes the death of millions. It's a more complete story, anyway. Yeah. Like, literally, we go from the beginning of the story... We 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 have act 1 and we have a crappy act 3 and we skip over act 2 where Luke Skywalker. And
2: again, I'm not saying we should decanonize the sequel no, trilogy no. or erase them, yeah. but we cuz here's the thing. When when the prequels came out, everybody hated them. And then little by little we've kind of come around about it. And, and we're you know, we're at least softer on the prequels now. And a big piece of that is the Clone Wars series because the Clone Wars series helped recontextualize yeah what we were seeing yep. in the movies so we now have this is what star wars does uh we throw a new thing out the fans hate it and then we spend 30 years uh, uh tweaking it and and recontextualizing it until we're all okay with it now uh and that's the era we're in so we have a grand opportunity to recontextualize luke's journey so that where we see him in last jedi yep. is not so jarring and doesn't feel so out of place
0: yes uh, um I'm just gonna say, I don't think yes. I'll ever go soft on the Last Jedi.
2: Yeah, I won't that either. That movie is shit. shit, and Ryan Johnson should burn <laughs> in down. <hell>. But anyway, <laughs> that was me being I, nice.
0: Um, I guess I wouldn't try. mind seeing a Luke story. I just,
2: and I... again, Luke doesn't necessarily have to be the yeah. or, uh, Bring a supporting cast in, bring new characters in. It doesn't always have. And I don't want to see de-aged Luke Skywalker the entire series. Uh, either cast uh, Sebastian Stan, that like the internet keeps telling you to do, or just get the actor who stands in for him on set. I've watched the behind the scenes stuff. It would not take much effort to make him look like a young Mark Hamill. That's why he's there in the first place. Yeah. Um, and you could even do it where you have bookends where you bring Mark Hamill in and it's old Luke reminiscing about the old times. Yeah. So you can, you can do sort of a um, young Indiana Jones-ish kind of thing. Where where Luke bookends certain episodes and, and you, know, you can bring Mark Hamill into it. I'm not saying don't give Mark Hamill work. I'm all for giving Mark Hamill work. But. <laughs> hey, kids, did I ever tell you how I met your
0: Jedi master?
2: Yes, that's what I want. I want how I met your <laughs> Jedi master.
0: <laughs> Narrated by Mark Hamill.
2: And then we the reveal, in the very last episode, the person he's talking to the whole time is young Ben Solo, and that's why he went crazy. You made <laughs> yeah. me wait ten seasons for that? Really, Uncle Luke? <laughs> wow. <Yeah. laughs>
0: why didn't you just marry Mara Jade to begin with? What the hell's the matter with you? <laughs> uh,
2: no, that's, that, again, it's never going to happen, but God, I wanted somebody. Nine I'm, I'm very happy. Forged. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very happy with the, the glimpses of young Luke we've gotten in uh, the Disney streaming series. Uh, I'm Again, never thought I'd get it, and every time we get it, is, is, it's like a gift, and I appreciate it. Um, but I feel like they're just tests. I feel like we're just testing the technology and testing the waters, and people have responded very well to it, uh, and I don't think it's too much longer before hopefully we'll get some kind of an announcement uh, of doing more of that. So, one
0: X-Wing. We're saved. <laughs> hey, that whole sequence God. was just awesome. It's gorgeous, beautiful. Yeah, I'm not I'm, I'm not disagreeing. It's it's awesome. No, yeah, no, that was it's just that, that was a that, great that, quote. Yeah. The quote is just hilarious.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yay, one X-Wing. Oh, we're all
2: saved.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh man, I wish I was recording myself watching that on the couch that day. Ah. <sighs> Anyway, so any other ideas before we cap this two plus hour episode off?
3: We need think we're good. We need a sequel. We need a sequel Mm -hmm. to the Battle for Endor.
2: Isn't it? Caravan of courage, or does Caravan of Courage come first?
3: That uh, Caravan of Courage comes first, but I'm fine with I'm fine with a sequel to either. We need the end of that trilogy.
2: More Ewok trilogy.
3: Yes, No no not more Stop. Ewok trilogy, but we need this we need number three. We need Caravan we have Caravan of Courage. We have the Battle for Endor. Now we need Ewok's Revenge. Okay, so
0: <laughs> where Ewok's <laughs> Revenge. Go ahead, Jay. Ewok's Revenge is just a bunch of Ewok's using Wookiees as giant like mechs to fight for th- <laughs> Wearing them as front packs and backpacks, and it's nothing but Ewoks chattering to each other and Wookies screaming the whole time. Love it. <laughs> yeah.
2: So Sorry. between shooting seasons one and two of Willow, uh, we need to get Warwick Davis back.
3: Yeah, uh, as, as Wicked, Wicked outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back as Wicked. <laughs> oh, oh, he'll do it. Yes, the, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Um, what is it? Um, uh, something, something. The Return of Wicked. Ewok's revenge okay. the return of wicked uh, the wrath of wicked the wrath of <laughs> he <you
0: go>. walks <laughs> revenge the wrath of wicked where, where he's strapped to the chest of a wookiee piloting an AT-ST got it i love it all
2: right <laughs> Really on this strap Ewoks to Wookiees <laughs> thing? It's think, hilarious. Think I, about that visual. Take, think about. You need to take a second, Jay, and think about what that says about you. Okay. <laughs> Visualize I'm it. I'm not visual- to kink shame.
3: Hang on, Jay. <laughs>
2: Visualize little Ewoks feet kicking around. Jay, Jay,
3: yeah, Jay. Sorry, yeah, yeah Jay. Yeah, you realize yeah, that yeah. if if you and Megan, you know, ever ever do have a little one, that we're gonna bring this back up as a cosplay.
0: Yep. Yeah, I would do it. I would do it in a heartbeat. I would dress my <laughs> child as an Ewok, and I would dress as a Wookiee. <laughs> Chewy and yum <yum-dum>. Chewie <laughs> Chewy and Yum-Dub. Chewy and yum <laughs> oh, I love it. Yes. I would. Yeah. You, it wouldn't take much convincing for me to do that. I'm not going to oh. lie.
2: All right, well, record that, Scott. I need that soundbite.
0: Wait, 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 which,
2: for... sound, which
3: sound bite do you need?
2: The one he just said about it wouldn't take much for me to do that because we're going to need that in about uh, five years, I'm thinking. Uh, That's Um, true. Uh,
3: So (laughs) I'm at the. Just for posterity. (laughs) I can't be right. But all right.
2: It's fine. Uh, And I don't think we're going to top that. (laughs) So (laughs) to Commander Scott and uh, the doc, thank you for joining me and giving me your ideas on Star Wars shows. What do you think of our pitches? Which shows would you watch? Uh, Which ones do you not want to see? Um, what other creatures should we strap to Wookiees? I don't know. We're so far in the weeds on this thing. Uh, Until next time, this has been your weekly Wookiee Alert.